Jason, as it is each and every week, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, did you know the Signature Series Automated Shades, they provide a safer environment for children and even your pets. Our robot shade overlords have our safety in mind. It's All true. hail. We welcome the era of our robot shade overlords. So it's that cordless nature. They're also programmable. They allow you to use your heating and cooling systems, which means your energy bills are going to be better. So this is something you should look into. It's safer. It's better energy. It's good for the planet. It's good for your family. You need to go to Budget Blinds and check out these Signature Series automated chains. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who closed his filing window years and years ago because she ran unopposed. It's Nick Parker, the publisher. Welcome wow. to Lee Summit. Yeah, that's really not a better way to describe that. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's fair. It's fair. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city, and our unofficial sponsor today is the Highway Rest Area. I have to say. I'm like, look, when I was a kid, you got on those highway rest areas and it, it was, it was a little dicey. It was dicey depending on where you were, what state, where you're, the quality of the thing. Some states are better than others. Some states are better than others. And I will give, I'm going to give the, the fine states of Texas and Oklahoma thumbs up. And I'm going to give an additional thumbs up to the Choctaw Nation for a very lovely rest stop just inside the Oklahoma state border. Those, those are oh, those are nice, well-kept areas. Yeah, and the Texas ones, in true Texas fashion, were gigantic. The buildings were huge and new and fancy and all that. It was something. But they made a 12-hour drive with a 16-year-old boy livable, and it was all right for me. Well, look, anything that makes that drive livable, good on you. So, what's going on, Nick? Jason! Is it time? It's our favorite time of year the, it has it has fully started we, we've been like in the warm-ups the little preseason action but now it is fully it is silly season officially election season dun, 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 dun. it's time jason we can do it so tuesday filing day closed for both the municipal elections and for the R7 school board election and can i tell you what i'm really excited about um, I'm going to assume it's the municipal judge race. No. Oh, That's oh. actually the one place I'm disappointed because, Jason, it's the only one that is unopposed. That is true. We have multiple candidates in every single race at the city council, and we have more than the available seats in the R7 races as well. It's a very exciting time. Good on these people for stepping up to run for public office. There we go. Judge Tobin, who filed for re-election no one wanted to go against him, so he will. He will. Um, he'll be reelected. It will happen. You can't fight the law, man. <laughs> can't fight the law. <laughs> can't fight the law. Can't win. All right. So who's, hey, who's so here winning? we go. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. District one. Hillary Shields, who announced long ago that she was planning to file, and she filed first day. Also filing right off the bat early was Robert Die, and surprise coming in late. Coming in late, there is a third candidate for District 1. Stephen Lambert joins the field. Jason, do we know anything about Stephen? Uh, with a little bit of internet stalking, I believe he works in marketing in some fashion, but that's about all I got from the uh, very small amount of time. We assume that there will be some uh, more social media presence and, and advertising materials go out. And, of course, 
We're going to make an effort to uh, at least uh, communicate with each and every single of these candidates that's going along. Now, District 2 has gone wide open. We started off with the first day Roberta Goff filed. Uh, Roberta was the only candidate for a while. And we in, in a little bit later, we had Steve Lee file. And in the last week or so, we've had two more. Now we have four candidates for one seat in District 2. Timothy Shrout and Andrew Felker have filed uh, for, for the seat to run. So we have a four-way race in District 2. I, I was really surprised, surprised by this. I, I did not expect to have four people in that race. I think the way it started, the way we heard people talking, you know, we try, you and I try to keep our, our ear to the ground, as it were, to, mm-hmm. to hear that. And, and it seemed really, really quiet in District 2. And then all of a sudden now, now we have four people going for that seat that's going to be vacated by Craig Faith, who has decided not to run for re-election on this one. And here's the other surprise, Jason. We thought that District 3 was going to be an unopposed race where Phyllis Edson announced she was running for re-election. But on Tuesday morning, a new name was added to that list. Rocco Florio, a, a doctor in the Lee Summit area, has decided to throw his name in the hat and will be running for that city council seat in District 3. And the one race that remained unchanged over the last several weeks was District 4, where Fred DeMauro and Donnie Funk filed on that very first day, and no one has decided to join that particular party. So uh, D4, you've got your sort of traditional two-person race. You've got an incumbent as well as a challenger. Should be something of interest there. But we went from, like, are we going to have any? Like, I mean, how many races are we going to have unopposed or not to everybody who's opposed uh, for all the council races? Very exciting. And this is how it, this is how it should be. This is something that you and I talk about every season that, that we should have multiple candidates in every race. Just like we say, everybody should get out and vote and we should try to push those those voting numbers up in the polls. Now, we're not we're not talking about each of the individual candidates this time around. Jason, you and I are going to we'll be we'll be pushing out our candidate questionnaire like we do Every time, we'll also be reaching out to all the candidates for for interviews so that we can help the people of Lee Summit get to know these candidates a little bit better and have a have a better handle on the decision-making process that they have in, in each of these districts. Now, if you want to have input on what we ask, what questions are important to you? I mean, we have our ideas. We talk about them on a weekly basis. But if you have them, Matt, we want you to reach out to us. We're going to put uh, this out on a Facebook thread. Uh, to try to get questions, to see what people want to hear about, what issues um, that people want to hear about from these candidates, and and we'll hopefully get a little input on that, and that'll help impact what we put out to those candidates and, and get that all wrapped up. You know, in the last few weeks, Jason, we've talked a lot about economic development policies and incentives. We've talked about working with different parts of the city around. So now it's now it's time, now that the filing season's over, so now everybody can get out and get those questions. And let's let's start asking these candidates what they're about and what they think about the issues facing the city and what, what what's important to you. You want these people to represent you. Right, absolutely. And we, you know, we're in the midst of uh, the last leg of the, the city strategic planning, the Ignite process, all that's going to come from that. Uh, it looks like, you know, we'll, and we'll touch base on this very briefly, that we're going to have a, a use tax on the ballot. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about, but there's more than just what we think. You know, there's also what you guys think, and, and we do want to hear it. So look for that on Facebook and, and drop us a question or, you know, send us a tweet. Do whatever you need to do to get us. We will pay attention. All right, Jason, you mentioned this just, just in the opening. We also have more candidates then seats available for the R7 school board. Why don't you run through those names now that filing has ended for that as well? All right. So we ended up with a grand total of nine candidates filing for these three seats. That so surprises it is a, me. That's a big, with I think 
what, three or four, three, I think, coming in and kind of at the last minute, at least, or a couple, three coming in at the in the last week or so. We have Megan Marshall, David Thompson, Matt Newald, Brian Osterman, Kim Fritchie, Kathy Campbell, Larry Todd Anderson, Christine Bushyhead, and Mark Leach are the candidates that file. Uh, Christine Bushyhead and Mark Leach, I think, filed pretty, pretty close to the end of the filing time. And uh, the others, I think, had been on there for, for a couple of weeks. But uh, we'll see there. There's only one incumbent filing for one of these. So there are three seats coming up and only one incumbent is filed to run for re-election. That's Kim Fritchie. Um, and, and this is another one where there's obviously, with nine people filing, there's a lot of interest in the issues that are going on. So we want to make sure that we get that input. You'll have, an, you know, if you have questions that you want us to make sure that we raise or talk about with the uh, with these candidates, go ahead and, and get those raised in um, and bring that to us so we, we can pass them along to our candidates. And just like in the city council races, we will be reaching out to each of these candidates. We're going to send them our, our questionnaire, our list of candidates that or questions that every candidate gets from us. And then we're looking either to do some interviews or maybe even a, uh, a forum where we can have them on a panel and, and get them with all of our questions and also give you the public a chance to ask those questions as well right so those are the big that's the big news for the day um as a thing we have our filing list we have lots and lots of candidates that's going to be uh, lots of interviews and time for us to go through nick so we're gonna have to like do more work which is always the fun time but this is I know, the fun work but it is the fun work but it is still work and you know how we feel about that well and the and the the, the school board is expected to approve final language for the bond issue which will also be placed onto the ballot. So we'll we'll come back next week and we'll talk a little bit about what that final language is and what that bond ask of the people is is going to be. Right. Now, and key thing to keep in mind, that is on Thursday, so you do have a last opportunity to go give public input on that particular issue during the public comment section of the school board meeting on Thursday, and you should go do that if you have more to give on that whole thing. So there's another thing that go, went on Tuesday night, um, and we are recording this sort of as it has starting, and we're not paying super close attention, but there's a joint uh, R7 school board city council meeting at the Missouri Innovation Campus. Uh, the, the session seems, I guess we would call it fairly informal and, and kind of just informational in, in nature. They're going to kind of give some stuff back and forth about things that they're working on. And, you know, the mayor has made a point in, 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 in some recent speeches and things that, that he wants to keep pushing that, that relationship between the city and, and the school district to improve that and get them all working on the same page. So I think this is just uh, this will probably this conversation that they're having will probably include some of that and what maybe what he sees as, as far as that relationship going. Absolutely. And, and keep in mind that that the relationship between the city's improvement and the schools, the local schools, is something that is is part of the Ignite uh, community master plan there that they've been doing the strategic plan. And uh, so it is something that the, the community obviously wants to pay attention to as well. So hopefully this will be uh, some good, uh, good banter back and forth that they can kind of talk, get to know each other, make sure that everybody's kind of, you know, see where everybody is standing and, and how they're fitting and, and work together in the ways that they can. This is a real short episode this week, Jason, but, but I think this is, this is the kickoff. I, this, is, this is what you and I really think of and get, get worked up for. Um, when we when we started this podcast and as we continued it now now looking at next week will be episode number three hundred. Oh my! Goodness. I'm excited about that with three hundred episodes of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. But this is what we what we get up for. This is this is we want to keep pushing people to have their voice heard to get out and participate 
in the community, in government. And this is the best time. You have, I'll say the same line I've said over and over throughout the show, which is you have an opportunity to have more impact here locally in your community than you do anywhere else. Get out, ask your questions, get your voice heard, and, and vote and be a part of this process. Yeah, absolutely. And, you you know, last the last year we had, I think what we could widely call one of the the broadest, more broad, most broadly covered, there's the phrase, the most broadly covered election that we've had in a long time between the school board and the city council, um, for all the various and sundry issues. There was a lot of coverage from multiple sources, lots of different interviews you could watch or view or go back and check out. Um, obviously, of course, including the stellar and I think most superior coverage from uh, Lisa and Town Hall <laughs> podcast. But I think we're going to have that level of coverage again. We certainly are committing to doing not only the, uh, you know, that kind of work, but even to do it better than we did last year to ask a little bit more questions, to dig a little bit deeper, to make sure that these issues that are important to you guys are stuff that gets covered uh, and, and you have an opportunity to compare those answers so you make a decision. My question to both the people, to the people listening, the people that are going to be voting, as well as to the candidates when we're talking about the school board election is this. Whether spoken or unspoken, the issue, everything was centered around the relationship between the school board and then superintendent Dr. Dennis Carpenter. What is it now? Well, I really, I, right now the relationship well, between the school board and Dennis Carpenter isn't really much of anything. Well, but I mean, but, but what's that issue? So what what do you as a resident, what do you as a voter have at the top of your list that you think candidates for the school board need to address, that the school board needs to address? What are those things for you? And then we want to ask the candidates the same question. What do they think those big things are? Because that that era is now over. They've moved on. We're on to something new. They've announced who they want to hire for their next superintendent. So so what's the next big issue for you, the voter? That's that's what we want to know. Absolutely. And I think, a, you know, a really important question in there is what is that relationship supposed to look like? You know, I mean, what does, what does the superintendent think it should be? What does the school board members who are currently serving think it should be? What do the candidates think that relationship should be? And, and how has that you know, how have we done that well or poorly in the last six years? I mean, obviously, we've had a couple of, uh, we'll call them extremely soured relationships between the board and the superintendent have come and gone. But, uh, you know, what is that relationship? How does that dynamic need to work to be healthy and functional and serve the students well, which is, of course, the end goal. So there you have it, Jason. Start the engines. Vroom. The race starts now. That'll wrap us up for for this week. We will be back on Friday with a conversation and then back again, Jason. Deep into the silly season. So please follow along with Lisa Town Hall. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Listen to us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Talk to you all on Friday. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the people by our friends at Shred KC. Jason, if you're looking to change, to start living that healthy lifestyle, these are the guys for you. They are, and and they're going to do it. They're going to help you adopt those healthy lifestyles, get those new habits, get those things going without all that pesky like shame or any of that stuff that goes on. It's a positive, supportive environment to help you get to the goals that you want to have so that you feel the best that you can feel. Real goals, real plans, none of that fad stuff. They don't, they're not giving you the fad diets. They're not giving you the crazy new fad workout. These are real plans that are going to help you get there. Whether it's group classes or personal training, this is the gym for you. Head on down on 3rd Street. See our friends at Shred KC.
You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a Link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. Thank you.